So welcome to this week's Precision Podcast. And this week I'm talking to Dr. Saira Qureshi. And Saira did a PhD um, and she was looking at bullying in schools and young people's perceptions of bullying. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. yes. Thank you. And so uh, Cyrus um, interested in bullying in, in all its forms, am I right? I think. That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I wondered if you could talk about a little bit about bullying and some of the forms it can take. Sure. Well, first of all, um, before talking about the forms, I would say probably the most complicated part of understanding bullying is really by its definition. See, it is really seen as a, um, you know, it's discussed more widely as a systematic abuse of power, especially a power over the, you know, over the week, but it can actually be one of incidents. Now, where there's been the controversy, you know, in the definition and where I have added in my research and in my books is about that whole notion of intention. You know, it is an intention to harm. So where it can be, you know, occurring over a few weeks, a few months, a few years or a year or one off incidents, it's all about intentions. Now, as far as taking forms, um, it is, there there are several forms the way bullying can take place, Um, especially if we were were considering looking at, you know, young people in schools, uh, it could take place through verbal bullying, um, physical, uh, you have, of course, uh, what we have the digital social media age, and so cyberbullying is something that's become a lot more uh, pronounced over the years. Um, it can also be, and this is something that not every country really takes into account about, that I call it indirect, and this is small things about spreading gossip, uh, you know, leaving people out, you know, isolation, spreading rumors, all of those things. Again, it's all down to having the intention to harm. This is something, uh, those, this particular you know, form of bullying can happen not only in schools, but also in the workplace setting, uh, within social communities uh, and families as well. So it's something that, it, again, it's down to that notion of harm and the impact, obviously, it does vary on the severity level, but uh, not all, um, I would say, you know, countries take that into consideration, um, especially for, uh, on the, in, you know, like third world countries, they look more about aggressional, you know, physical as well as cyberbullying and, and you know, verbal bullying. But okay. it's more in the Western world where this is actually considered bullying as well, spreading rumors, gossiping, leaving a person out, anything that's really that shows its deliberate unkindness and to impact that individual, pull them down, make them, you know, have feel weak about themselves. So this is something, especially in schools, that we are have been looking more into and um yeah so those are the main generic forms of how bullying takes place Uh, well thank you for that that's really very clear and uh, and i think that was the thing that i was missing really the intention yes uh yeah to harm or hurt or uh, yes upset yeah Mm -hmm. because you know sometimes we might say things that hurt people without really meaning to or or totally by mistake so Sure, and also within relationships, there's, you know, the sexual bullying as well. Again, oh. it's all about, you know, attaining power. that power over the week. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, um, a lot of people who I speak to will know that mm -hmm. I'm a woman of a certain age. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, you look fabulous. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, this is something that um, I found myself that as I'm in the menopause, that my confidence hasn't been perhaps uh, quite as, as robust as it might have been previously. Okay. And, um, and, you know, so although I, I certainly can't uh, profess to have been bullied, but I, I think that, um, you know, bullying in the workplace for women around this time, I think we potentially, we might be more vulnerable in view of the fact that our confidence is low and that sometimes the bullies can spot those traits. Do you think that's something that has any mileage or not? Oh, well, without a doubt, if there's anything that could be to a disadvantage and especially with a woman, menopause or pregnancy, um, whilst you know, every workplace has their own policies and guidelines and not to discriminate. I would say it still creeps in, it still falls in. And so, yes, there can be this, you know, a person can be made to feel, I would say, you know, less confident about themselves through certain comments, like if they are experiencing the menopause or they, they're not being able to perform to the usual capacity because of a particular issue that can be directly used against them and but it not you know actually discussing the menopause or changing the temperature of the the heat in the room you know the air conditioning these things can be really it's um it's, it could be a lot more contrived and to try and sort of you know put the person off from being in the job or being the area and maybe you know you have a manager who might want to bring on you know want to employ some more younger people but they can't get rid of certain employees just because they're of a particular age so there could be certain actions and things taking place even how uh, they're addressed through email as well anything that uh, if an individual if they feel victimized 99.99 percent .99 of the chances are they are being victimized so oh, wow. and this is something not just talking about menopause but it's just in general uh, the amount of training that's given in the workplace about bullying and having that social and harmonious atmosphere is a lot less compared to schools and within the communities and this is something I, yeah. i've discovered a lot in living in america as well companies mm -hmm. not acknowledging they have a problem so yes that whole menopause category would actually come under that you know uh, area as well yeah, no, that's interesting, isn't it? The sure. sort of uh, subliminal, um, uh, you know, attacks. Like you say, the, the room is too hot or... Yeah. The, <laughs> because that really speaks to me, I must say. I, I would find it very difficult if, if I didn't have a degree of control over that, you know, when I'm right. in the middle of feeling somewhat uh, flustered. And, yeah, yeah I think... Um, you obviously have a lot of expertise in this area and I, I really don't. I just remember that there was one occasion when I was uh, working with somebody and I lived in Scotland at the time. Okay. And this particular individual took a dislike to me. Um, you know, for quite a long time, I, 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 my life, you know, was not very comfortable with this particular individual around. Mm. And, um, and so I, I kind of have a, had had some 
very um, short-lived, thankfully, experience of feeling like the workplace was not a happy place, you know, because that's yeah. a horrible feeling. You spend so much of your time, so much of your day at work, don't you? Yeah. For, for yeah. that not to feel like somewhere that you are safe or valued mm. or... Oh, yeah. respected. Well, respected, yeah. yeah. So how, how could we deal with those kinds of situations? Do you have any insight into how we deal with that? Absolutely. Well, my main mantra is that no victim should really suffer in silence. And ultimately, whilst there are mechanisms uh, of support put into place, whether it's a, you know, a, a bullying incident, you know, within a relationship to, you know, which I also class as domestic violence, or incidents that happen in school, the community, or even in the workplace, that ultimately, this still is such a lack of reporting. And the problem is in the workplace, it's really because of the lack of training, you know, with HR or have the management, the, the actual system, a lot of, you know, victims prefer to just try and deal with it themselves or they if you have a trade union that is able to help go and speak to them but the most important thing is to not actually sit back and just take the abuse even if it's some things which you know nasty emails or you know like in you know very sort of contrived and rude um conversations and you know things which are derogatory whether it's a superior towards in a worker or a colleague even sexual harassment, you know, the most important thing is that you should talk to somebody and every company, no matter how big or small the organization or business is, there will be somebody who you can actually discuss any issues that where you are feeling that you are being harassed, you are being bullied, you are being belittled. And this mm -hmm. is something, menopause is something, it is a sensitive issue, it is a major change in a woman's life. And of course, in the beginning, you, all your hormones, as well as your sensitivity, you are extremely sensitive and you're trying to still, you know, produce the best work and, you know, be as fully alert as you were beforehand. So I think there should need to be a lot more training and guidance around this, but always, I believe that just to speak out, to not sit back and just let it, you know, fester and, you know, suffer inside to the point where it actually starts affecting your health as well as your yeah. self-perception. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I suppose, I suppose I was going a bit uh, overboard maybe when I was talking sure. about the fact that you're vulnerable to bullying, but just generally you're vulnerable. You feel yeah. vulnerable uh, and your life is shifting and uh, your capacity to, to be productive might be impinged upon. And then you don't feel like you can talk to people about this stuff. So Absolutely. like you said, having the workplace training, having um, mm -hmm. uh, an acknowledgement in the workplace. And it's, it's such early days, isn't it, for this of to be course. acknowledged as something that should be, that we should make allowances for in actual fact. Uh, I think it took long enough for pregnancy to be something that... Uh, Oh, you know, yes. allowances were made in the workplace mm -hmm. and that uh, accommodations were made, I should say. Absolutely. Um, in the workplace. And so menopause is, um, is really only just, it's in its infancy, the way in which workplaces sure. are. And not to forget that you already are going through such a huge dramatic change internally, but to having to experience such negativity because of it, it also, um, you know, adds more stress 
which which is further counterproductive you know emotionally as well as physically and mentally so and there there are over 22 different side effects of having stress as well wow yeah yeah, so there is such (laughs) i have the i have the list somewhere but yes it's about 21 over 21 22 uh, side effects of stress from leading to uh, abdominal issues loss of hair um, either weight loss or weight gain you know a, a number of things as well as you know neurological issues on the severity side that you know bullying is something that can completely destroy you know a person's life um depending on you know how severe it is and um as I'm a also certified health and life coach, and so I do deal with stress issues. I deal with domestic violence and bullying. And one thing that I think, especially in the workplace, as well as relationships, we need to understand is the narcissist. They exist everywhere. And when you mentioned that somebody did took a disliking to you, whether they were a narcissist or not, these people are out to make your life a complete misery. And it's so many times people end up quitting a job that they love or extremely good at because of the way they're being treated. Yeah, and not feeling like there's anyone to, that they can go to. Yeah, with exactly, it. not feeling they're not feeling not um, not being well supported. Yeah, I mean the, the the impact on your health is is huge, isn't it? Like you say, sure. and the mm-hmm. and the fact that people leave jobs because of it, it's just. Yeah. Um, it's it's terrible isn't it so it's sad it's very tragic indeed yeah it's tragic yeah absolutely so what kinds of things can we do to um to look after ourselves in these kinds of situations what what would you suggest i would definitely suggest in addition to getting that kind of support where whether you know you speak i mean if it's in the workplace you have particular management or if you have if it's government jobs you have trade unions uh are seeking counseling support uh seeking you know support of a coach as well you know they really can help because it's a complete um uh you know you have somebody there to uh, accommodate just to be their support and you can really just open up and they can help prescribe you um you know solutions and remedies which is not you know medicated um definitely taking care of yourself through physical exercise uh healthy eating because when you are stressed when you are for whatever reason um you're feeling so negative about yourself ultimately it's going to affect on your sleeping habits which then you know leads you to start feeling sluggish you might start having an increase in carbohydrates and sugar you know it's a vicious cycle weight gain weight loss you know ultimately you don't feel healthy of mind body or sound so i always always you know prescribe you know the physical activity which not only helps reduce uh, reduce the endorphins the stress it does make you feel so much better about yourself you are able to cope with certain you know situations and you as a yoga instructor there must be so many different types of exercises and you know what remedies what areas that of the body they can help you know uh, a cure so it, it's it's a real holistic kind of i would say solution in it you know talking but eating you know and taking care trying to ensure you get enough rest because when you are stressed out if you are being bullied it's something the mental thing it does interfere with your sleeping pattern and that is the worst thing then you know all the other things bounce off as well and even if you're of an age where you know you're in your mid to late 40s early 50s so you're of that very dangerous period of you know uh, of uh, menopause so 
stress and these issues can actually build lead on to early perimenopause. So it's so important to be taking care of yourself all the time. Yeah, so you I think I suppose the hardest thing with this is that it's yeah. uh, some of it is out with your control, isn't it? Yes. A certain mm -hmm. amount, uh, and that you might be in a lengthy process of trying to um, address a particular situation, say sure. in a work or even mm -hmm. in a home context. Yes. And so that this is going to kind of rumble on for for a while. And yes. so to have support while that's happening is does sound like that would make perfect sense. And to, because, you know, the more resilient you are physically, emotionally to deal mm -hmm. with these situations, that, that yes. surely can only be a good thing. Absolutely. And not only that, when you do discuss your issues and you have somebody who actually having a coach or a counselor, they can suggest certain techniques or things that you wouldn't even think of yourself or a family member or friend wouldn't think of because they haven't had that training they, you know they haven't had the extra support or done their extra research so i always always recommend you know seeking whatever professional support you can get yeah. um there are so many organizations uh, even just with online harassment if you are you are, are, you know, a victim of online harassment for whatever reason, there are organizations that can actually help you get through that. So you're not worried about uh, losing credibility, you know, for whatever reason, you know, you are being, you know, uh, the recipient of online bullying or harassment. And it, it happens at all stages. I have seen some of the most horrendous um, bullying taking place between adults compared to young people. It's, and it's to the point where people feel suicidal that's the danger level bullying can get to. Wow. And that's, are you talking about virtually online sort of? Yes. With that. You know, uh, things being posted, you know, videos being made and posted up on YouTube, things that have been posted on Facebook, other social media, you know, it is especially during this whole pandemic time, not only has the st uh, statistics domestic violence increased, so has online harassment. Wow. Because the police are already there, like they're so overwhelmed with work. So when it comes to, if nothing is harming you directly, like a physical, then it's, it's you know, very low it's, on the agenda. Yes, it is low on the legal, uh, the police agenda because this, you know, they have, they're overwhelmed with high levels of crime, especially domestic violence that has actually really grown, especially through this time. So anything which is not directly, you know, I would say hurting you, harming you, then yeah. you are pretty much left alone. I mean, they could say, well, switch off from social media, change your number, but it mm. doesn't help when you've got a problem up here and you don't know what's being said or written about you. So especially for adults, young people do get support for online harassment, you know, bullying, cyberbullying, mm. but for adults, it's so much more harder. And yeah. if you are in the workplace, I would definitely recommend you document everything, time, date, what's happened, print out emails, have as much evidence as possible. So when you are able to speak to the right authority member, then, you know, you've got your stack of evidence there. Keep a journal. Yeah. Absolutely. Journal and note things down. But at the same time, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Try and do things that make you happy, whether it's to go for a run, go for a walk, play golf, you know, listen to music, something that is, takes you away from that environment and that actually puts positivity, you know, do that. For me, I mean, I love 
teaching. I'm a dancer. I love music. And I just, when I teach my dance fitness classes, no matter what I'm going through, I'm like a completely different person, after, you know, 45, 50 minutes yeah, later. Yeah. So, right. so I would definitely recommend all of that. <laughs> Well, yeah, we definitely want to end on a positive note. Well, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, thank, thank you so much for your time. Um, you're a fount of knowledge, a font of knowledge, I should say. <laughs> thank you and, so much, uh, And so it's wonderful that we have connected with one another. And sure. so, mm -hmm. yeah, and so um, thanks so much, Syra, for today. Thank you're you. You're most welcome. Thank you for inviting me on your podcast. You know, I really Thank enjoyed you. it and you know keep up keep up the good work and let's hope we can we can record another session again soon yeah I'd love that thank you thank you're you you're welcome thanks yeah. very much